0: This podcast is brought to you by Jam, Junction Arts and Media, building community in the Upper Valley through media.
1: Welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers help you answer one of life's trickier and we argue most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co founder of the Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help you find your next great book. And now, our talented booksellers will introduce themselves.
0: My name's Sam. I am the co-owner of the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont.
1: My name is Emma. I'm the other
2: co-owner of the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont. I'm
3: Carrie, one of the co-owners of the Yankee Bookshop in
1: Woodstock, Vermont. I'm Allie, the owner of Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you're a recurring listener, you know our episodes answer questions from listeners, meaning you. So please send us your reading dilemma to shelfhelp at gmail.com or use your preferred social media method to reach any of these three amazing independent bookstores we always do our best to answer all questions we receive in one of our upcoming episodes and with that we jump into recommendations and book talk for today's episode each bookseller has been asked to discuss one book they recommend that answers today's question and today's question comes from Cigna via email it's a pretty long one so here we go I'm always looking for books for my high school son, who basically stopped reading for pleasure in middle school. He used to, somewhat begrudgingly at the beginning, but then with enthusiasm as he got into it, read sports books, in particular Kwame Alexander, and he liked Rick Riordan and made a brief foray into John Green and Dan Brown. But what will get him to read now as a high school senior? Or maybe I lost this battle. Thanks. I'm hoping she didn't lose the battle. I definitely I don't think didn't lose was. the battle. Okay. No way. So, so there we go. So help her win this battle. Somebody jump in. My pick is a comic book because I feel like for people
2: who see themselves as non-readers, comic books can be an easier entry back into reading. So I'm going to be recommending the Saga series by Fiona Staples and Brian K. Vaughan. This is an epic space opera about two soldiers from opposing sides of a never-ending war who fall for each other and in that cause chaos to ripple throughout the galaxy. Content warning for a fair amount of violence and sex, but I feel like a high school senior is probably fine with that. This is one of the most popular comic book series currently running, but it's also critically acclaimed. And I think that the biggest thing to do when you're trying to get someone to be a reader is like once you've found one thing that piques their interest go to a bookstore and say well they liked this book
1: what should they read next and then you can kind of keep the trail going. Love that. I want to pick it up and I feel like sex and violence will be selling points. Kind of yeah that's what I was sort thinking yeah. for <laughs> a high school boy. Oh, the thing about, about Saga
0: is that there's nothing in that book that you're not gonna get from any of the most popular TV series on HBO yeah. these days so you and know. it's
1: just
2: such a good story yeah, it's, a great, it's so it's a great compelling story. there are like 10 volumes so there's plenty to read I love that um, but he will rip right through it is it finished now or I is don't there still think an ongoing so. they took a long pause but now it's back the most recent volume was actually just released early October late September yeah, cool I
3: I had some questions about this question
1: as usual <laughs> And are you just buying time? Not buying time here.
3: <laughs> know what I'm going to talk about. So, I was curious to know what else this high school senior is into. If he's reading at perhaps a higher level than YA is, and perhaps that is why he's not interested. As in, perhaps in school he's reading. More than out of school and enjoying kind of the meatier stuff. I also wondered if it was kind of more classically what you see with somebody being a more reluctant reader, needing something a little bit more grabby. So, one of the things that for whatever reason, and I should have talked about this in the reading slump episode, but for whatever reason, I associate dystopian fiction with like the solution to <laughs> like, like it is just like it's intense, it's in your face, it's grabby and grippy, and obviously a lot of plot in most dystopian novels or else there's i don't know I don't know what else you would do in a dystopian novel. I want to talk about a few ideas of dystopian novels that could work, and one is kind of a tried-and-true, Carrie and I were discussing it before we started recording, The Ark of a Scythe. Series, which the first one is called Scythe by Neil Shusterman. Um, he is a National Book Award nominated or maybe winning. I did Challenger Deep win? And so Ark of Scythe, it takes place in a perfect world where there are no social ills and there's no war, there's no misery, and um, there is no death except for deaths that are caused by a group called the Scythes, and they are the only people who are responsible for ending lives. And two teens have to learn how to kill because they have been chosen to be part of this group. It's really well done, really well handled. There is violence, of course, but it is, I think, does a great job of kind of fleshing out the the dystopian world and, and getting people to think. But kind of going back to this idea that maybe he just wants something, like, more adult, I wanted to mention Friday Black. And maybe I've mentioned that before, but I have had a lot of success with, like, early college or late high school, don't know what to read, giving them Friday Black. So Friday Black is by Nana Kwame Ajay-Brenya, who also has a new book coming this spring called Chain Gang All-Stars, which is, like... I haven't finished it, but I know that you need to read it. Um, Everybody is telling everyone they need to read it. So Friday Black is stories, and it is largely about race and consumerism, but his writing style is so in-your-face. The way that he takes issues like police brutality against Black people and turns it into like this just horrifying story, Um, but then at the same time you realize that it's hardly a story at all, is brilliant. His stories are simultaneously brutal and tender and just so, so readable, even though you wish that it weren't something that needed reading at all, I guess. Um, so huge, huge recommendation for Friday Black by Nana Kwame Adjei-Brenyah.
0: I agree with with Allie that there's a part of this question. I love this question, but uh, there is a part of it that ma- makes me want more information about what in particular makes this kid tick and and what he's interested in out outside the realm of, of books he's read previously. I'm just I'm I'm curious to to see if those if those are still the interests that uh, that we heard about in the question are still holding true or if there are other things but what i would say and i think i brought this up in the reading slump episode maybe as well i always turn to try narrative nonfiction in these sorts of situations at a certain point at multiple points throughout my young adult and and now adulthood I just kind of burned out on fiction for whatever reason. Fiction follows trends, and a lot of times you'll find a lot of books that sort of run with one plot point. You was, was Fiction was was very heavily dystopian for a while. For a while, every book you were hearing about was a high fantasy. If you were into that, that was great. Uh, but if you weren't, especially if, if you were already kind of a reluctant reader, it could be easy to, to lose some interest. And any time that I experience that, I go see what is happening over in the wide, varied, diverse and fascinating world of narrative nonfiction. I definitely agree that this guy needs to be probably looking at the adult fiction and history and sociology sections at, at this point, high school senior in most cases, probably craving something that is aimed a little bit more at adults, which is great because there's a wide, wide world of books out there. Favorites of mine that I have, I've watched knock people out of reading slumps before. I think I've mentioned Say Nothing by Patrick Keith on this show before, absolutely that is a book that reads like a great like I mean it reads like the very best of Dan Brown thrillers or or something like that but it's also an absolutely true story it's an unsolved mystery It will teach you something about a period of history that you probably don't know a lot about, and it moves about a mile a minute. I defy anybody to pick up that book and be bored. Of course, you know, there are classics out there. I often find myself handing uh, Alfred Lansing's Endurance to people of about this age who are looking for something that will keep them engaged and maybe... Teach them some big truth about the world. That That is definitely a book that, that has that in spades. There are just a pile of them, depending on what you're interested in. I hear sports. What about something like Boys in the Boat by Daniel James Brown? Another kind of excellent, fast-moving narrative nonfiction treasure that, of course, it's been been very popular for a number of years. It's been very popular for a number of years for a reason. Another author that I often recommend to folks about this age, especially if they're not quite sure what they want to read about, is the uh, collected works of former Hanover, New Hampshire resident Bill Bryson, who has a book about everything. And most of them are quite funny. And they're very approachable to read, whether you're interested in science or whether you want some travel. Bryson's probably got a book on it. And they are books that you can breeze through pretty quickly without feeling like you're working, but you'll learn something as well. So I would definitely browse through some of those history shelves, sociology, travel, see if any of these authors pop for you because I think that some of these stories might be able to re-engage you.
1: The the Bill Bryson um, reminds me of meeting him when I first moved here, and he was doing a reading about the book about A Walk in the Woods, mm-hmm. the AT book. Yeah. And then I was reading it in bed, and I was cracking up like I could not stop laughing and my husband was like what's so funny I'm like oh I'm reading a book he's like what's it about I'm like it's about walking the AT He's like well what's so funny I'm like well he's describing this group of travel of AT hikers who got eaten by bears and my husband was like that's not funny and I was like but it is <laughs> so um, you know it kind of hits that sweet spot of funny and macabre at the same time he can kind of turn anything into something that you laugh at so and i also want to mention that it feels like this is a good time to mention that as fabulous as shelf help is in this podcast sometimes there is nothing that substitutes from walking into the bookstore so that they can ask you the questions about what is it that your son is interested in and give you a much more um, precise answer to this question so here here there we go okay carrie you're next
4: and that's incredibly true because I also was having that issue. Um,
1: <laughs> See, I just skipped all those questions. I was
2: like, everybody likes Saga. And
4: so I'm going to, you know, Allie and, Allie and Sam already covered why we need to know more about this person. But I'm going to go with I've got two different YA books that both focus on groups of kids that are like in their senior year, because sometimes reading about people in similar situation to yourself can can be good. First one is a favorite of mine, The Serpent King by Jeff Zentner, which was his first novel. But it's these three kids in Tennessee, and they are all wildly different, and they all have very different futures ahead of them but they kind of band together because they're the misfit kids. And um, you learn a little bit about them. You know, one of them is definitely headed off to college, probably in New York. And one of them is is the son of a snake handler. Oh, wow. And like, who knows what he's going to end up doing? Because his his future in, in the book looks pretty bleak and and they're just kind of getting to know each other and becoming friends and and then, you know, trying to look ahead and and see what's coming and it's going to be very different for for all of them. And I I just really loved it. I thought it was a book with a lot of heart and soul. And I think that for a kid who, you know, is at that stage and and thinking ahead and maybe nervous about it or excited about it and and everything that that could be, you know, it's it's kind of neat to see the different Pads that people can take The other one is Kids in high school But also kind of dystopian uh, It's we, <laughs> we All Looked Up By Tommy Wallach uh, Which is like a blend Of The Breakfast Club And Melancholia Love.
2: Whoa um, <laughs> What a great <laughs> dis- This is a good description yeah. right? <laughs> um,
4: So it's it, There are four different Teens that you hear from believe they're all in junior or senior year and this this is years old at this point in time but it scientists discover that there is a meteor that is going to hit the earth in like 90 days okay with like a 98 percent certainty or whatever so everybody is just kind of like well shoot what do we do now (sighs) we've got this much time left
0: right how do you spend it
4: Mm? and and it's neat to see what teenage brains come up with (laughs) in in that because you know like it's also like coinciding with the end of the school year and like stuff like that so it it's just it was a really interesting thought experience experiment i think it also probably has some some sex and violence in there too but again he's he's a senior he can handle it it's i'm nothing. assuming it involves stopping
1: studying yeah, <laughs> exactly.
4: There's not a lot of school yeah. happening from from that point forward, but it it was a it was a really good book and another book with like a lot of, a lot of heart and soul and thinking about bigger, bigger things than than just yourself. So
1: great! Wow. Even though we didn't have particulars, you guys did great. So to sum, we discussed.
0: Well, I talked about narrative nonfiction as a general umbrella rule. To try and break this reading funk, some of my suggestions included Say Nothing by Patrick Radden Keefe, and Endurance by Alfred Lansing about the Shackleton expedition, but there were a lot of them in there. So come see me at the bookstore and we'll see what we <laughs> <I> can do. <laughs> and
1: there's a nice little Shackleton-Vermont connection, too, so there you oh, go. Oh, yeah, that's
2: right, yeah, yeah. yeah, I suggested Saga by Brian K. Vaughan and Fiona Staples.
1: I suggested The
4: Serpent King by Jeff Sentner and We All Looked Up by Tommy Wallach.
2: And I suggested looking
3: to dystopian worlds, including a young adult dystopian series, Arc of the Scythe by Neil Shusterman, or a more adult collection of short stories, many of which are somewhat dystopian, Friday Black by Nana Kwame Ajay Brenya.
1: And I'm not going to comment on how Your dystopia and Sam's narrative nonfiction might be coming together at this point in our history of the the world. (laughs) (laughs) Because that would be too depressing. So, and with that, we end this episode. Shelf Help is brought to you by The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help readers find their next great book, Jam, Junction Arts Media, and these three fabulous Upper Valley bookstores The Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont. The Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you've got a reading dilemma, email your question or a voice memo at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or contact any of these three fabulous stores using your preferred social media method. We are always here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us and see you next time on Shelf Help.
0: Thank you for listening to this jam podcast. If you have found this program interesting and would like to find more upper Valley content or learn how to produce your own media, please visit us at uvjam.org.